Welcome to the Best I Can podcast. My name is Bailey, your host. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, my ladybug angels. How are we today? I am having a really good day. Like, I'm just having a really good day. I had class, um, I had a meeting for my business this morning that actually went really good, which is so exciting. Um, We were talking about just going over the 3D model that we have printed of the product that I'm developing and lots of exciting marketing stuff and opportunities and honestly like every single time that I really really like what's what I'm looking for every time I really get into or put energy into this business I'm blown away by the opportunities and way that the world and people are just accepting it and like the doors opening before me and all the encouragement and amazing opportunities that I'm receiving and it's such a blessing and it's really cool so um that's just really awesome and encouraging and exciting and I class and I wore a cute outfit today to class and it was just like just a good class we just took notes it's in this um what is it productions management class which honestly is a little bit boring but important for me to know about at the same time um and yeah just a really like just an all-around good day like ah and we're only what what time is it right now 2 p.m it's only 2 p.m and already been a great day um i'm after this gonna hang out with my friend and we i haven't seen her in a while and so we're gonna go get dinner and i have some film from my film camera to drop off at the camera place so i to get developed so i'm gonna drop that off which i'm really excited because the film that i have is from all the last semester so i have two roles from the last semester and i genuinely don't even remember what i've taken pictures of i know i don't literally i don't even know so i'm so excited to get them back and I just love having my little films and I have a little scrapbook that I get them printed and then I put them in my scrapbook and or I guess it's not a scrapbook it's like a photo album um what else oh you guys okay let's talk about what what's happened since we last chatted main thing that happened so I got COVID it finally happened she got me now i don't know if this was the first time that i've gotten it but i'm pretty sure that it is which how is that possible i don't know but i've never tested positive for it and i've also have the vaccine and stuff but i've also every time i know i've been exposed i go get tested and i've never tested positive and every time i've been sick i go get tested and i never tested positive so i um started feeling really sick and like really sick my throat was hurting my head was hurting and I went to bed and then I woke up the next day and I had class and I was like no like I definitely don't feel good and it, the Omicron is like sweeping through my campus right now so I knew the chances of me being exposed were pretty high so 
I um, went and got tested on campus and I was really, really not doing good. I had a fever, my head, like I just felt so weird. I felt like I could pass out and throw up and like I couldn't breathe, like it was just bad. And so yeah, I went to get tested on campus and the line was really long. So I had to wait in line and I was so lightheaded and disoriented that I had to sit on the ground. Like I just sat on the pavement outside just because I knew that I was going to pass out if I didn't sit down. And then slowly the line crept along and it was like 30 minutes while I was out there. And then I finally got up there and filled out my paperwork and then I had to go wait again to get tested with the little thing that goes up your nose. And I had to wait like 40 minutes before they called me. Then it, they did a rapid and a long, like a longer one and they're like two day and then also a rapid. So they did both. And so then finally got it done. And she said, oh, it takes like 20 minutes for the rapid. I'm like, okay. So I go sit down. An hour goes by and I'm just like, it's sunny because I live in Arizona. So I'm just sweating. I have a fever. I'm like disoriented. When I tell you that I genuinely didn't even, like time was not passing in the normal way that it normally passes like i was not aware of what my surroundings i was just sitting in their folding chairs out in this random parking lot on campus just waiting for them to call my name finally they called me and i tested positive so that means that i had to fill out all this stuff and then go isolate in my room for a week so i had to tell my boss and luckily they my coworkers were able to cover me but i have a lot of responsibilities at work and because i am the lead worker and like it's hard to get people to cover you when you are a student worker because people have class and everyone else has job like to do and stuff so but luckily i had people to cover me so that was really good and then um, I just had my week of it was really needed like it was a really needed restful week I just hung out in my room for the first like two days I was so sick so I just took medicine and like literally laid there and then the next day I started feeling a little bit better got my energy back so I cleaned my room deep cleaned the apartment um, read journaled and then I the next day felt even better and so then I we have this park on campus and it's like pretty empty and so I just wore a mask and walked to the park and spent most of the day just like by myself in the park not by anyone or anything just so I could get some fresh air because I was starting to lose my mind after not being outside for that long and I was kind of nervous about being um like isolated that long and it ended up being fine and then yeah, I just had schoolwork and it was nice. It was really nice to have a break from work. I think I just needed a little break, a little reset, sleep, to get to sleep in. And yeah, so then that came to an end. And the day that my quarantine ended was my friend's 21st birthday. And he didn't really have anything planned he's the type that just like doesn't have he just doesn't care doesn't plan anything like he just doesn't even care to like he's like we asked him what are you gonna do for your birthday he said i'm getting a haircut like that's all he really cares you know how much he cares about that sort of thing and so we were like no we're gonna plan him a surprise little party like not a surprise party but we decorated our apartment for him got him a cake um and then we went to brunch and 
went out that night and it was really fun and then the next day was my other friend Tessa's 21st so I was with her at midnight when it turned into her birthday and then um, we went to brunch again I skipped my classes and went which is bad because I already skipped them for a week because COVID, but I was excused. But then I skipped them again to go and go and hang out with her because honestly, like that was more important to me because I hadn't seen her for a full week either. And then that was really fun. And then fast forward the rest of the week was just catching up on work. I had so much to do. And then, and it was hard because my energy wasn't really back yet. Like I didn't really feel that sick anymore. But my energy and brain fog was definitely lingering um, and energy was really low and I felt like I just never could get enough sleep. And then Friday, we threw my friend, the girl that turned 21 on Tuesday, we threw her a surprise party and so then I had to help plan that and set up decorations and it was so fun. She was so surprised. And it was Shrek themed and we had all these green decor and a Shrek cake because she's like, she thinks that it's like one of her favorite movies. And, and then we just had a fun night there and a lot of people that I know were there and just got to catch up and have a fun night. And the next day we were house sitting and so we were house sitting with my sister and me and my friends were all there. And then we went to a Euphoria themed party, which was really fun. And then we were house sitting and then Sunday I did homework all day and then I worked Tuesday, Monday, Tuesday and now we're here. So that's kind of what I've been up to. I, COVID definitely, oh, also when I had COVID, I lost my taste for like two days and smell for two, day, two days, which is why I think it's the first time I ever got it because I've never had that happen like before and I lost my taste and smell and it was so disorientating and anyone who had that and has had COVID knows it was really disorientating. It was so weird, you guys. I was like having a mental breakdown. Like I was not okay because I would try to go eat something and it just tasted like nothing. And I know a lot of people have already experienced that because COVID. most people have already had COVID, but it tasted so weird and uh, I can't, like I can't process it. It was so strange, but my taste and smell came back really fast like after two days but they were the days that I was pretty sick so it was just like misery but I'm glad that I recovered fast like I definitely had a lot of symptoms and was pretty sick but I recovered really fast whereas a lot of people I know um don't recover fast and or don't recover and so which actually um, someone that I recently, I have not experienced very many people associated with me pass away due to COVID. Um, I know like friends of friends or grandparents of a friend type thing, but I don't know very many people personally in my life. But I actually had someone who I volunteered with um, when I work with teen moms and she was amazing and she has she's like 30 I think and has kids and a family and like devoted her whole life to essentially like helping people and helping team moms and stuff and she got COVID was really sick was in the hospital and then passed away so there was a memorial for her last Saturday and unfortunately I couldn't go 
but I really wish I could have and that was the first person that I spent a lot of time with that has passed away due to COVID that I know would not have passed away if she wouldn't have had that and it just gets you thinking it just like re it reawakens like just gets you thinking about how fragile life is and also just reminds you of how real this like pandemic is and how it's still going on and we still need to be still need to be like we're getting vaccinated and like if you are sick you need to isolate and because there's still people like dying you know so that was that um yeah it's definitely really sad and I personally don't have a lot of experience with death like I only know a few people that have died and no one really close to me has ever passed away so it is it's weird I just it's it's just a weird thing to grasp that that person's not here anymore so yeah my thoughts and prayers have definitely been around that lately and yeah it's just very sudden and very like it shakes you you know and also to change topics here a little so i had an idea for this podcast that i want to add a little segment where um we're gonna call it random thoughts questions or quotes of the day so sometimes i'll see something and i don't really want to make a whole episode about it but i just want to like talk about it um whether it's a really good question that i saw on pinterest or a little quote that i read somewhere or just this random thought that appeared to me came to me in a dream no (laughs) oh my gosh you guys i had a dream last night no Mm -mm. i've been having the weirdest dreams lately and here's what i think happened so i always sleep with my head against the wall part of my bed and for some reason i couldn't sleep one night so i flipped over and was sleeping on the other end of the bed and then ever since i started sleeping on that new end of the bed i have the weirdest dreams but like it's kind of fun but it's also like alarming some of them are so alarming and this one last night i no it's so traumatic i'm not okay it felt so real i want to like throw up okay i in my dream was in a hotel and i with my family and i looked in the mirror and my head was really itchy okay and i looked in the mirror and i had lice and i could see them like these little white no it's so gross it's so gross it's so scary it's so okay and then they were crawling everywhere and my hair they were like no 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 they were eating my hair follicle like i could see it i could see them and they were like eating my hair follicle so my hair was falling out and there were just bugs everywhere and I couldn't get them off and they were so itchy and scary and I was like freaking out and I was like scratching my head and they wouldn't come off. All my hair was falling out and it was, it was a lot. It was a lot. And so I think I need to switch back to sleeping on the other end of my bed because I don't know if I can handle this anymore because that was a lot to deal with. And I hate dreams like that where they're just random and scary and ooh, I just, it felt so real. I feel like I woke up and I was like, I was still felt like my head was itchy. Like I was convinced I had lice in real life and I was like looking in the mirror, but I don't, but I still was so scared of it. What was I talking about? Oh, random thoughts and questions. So I was walking yesterday and I, oh, no, I literally can't speak. Um, 
why I want to do this as well is because I have a note in my phone where I just like write down like random thoughts, questions, things like that. Um, and so I just write them down. I have a lot gathered. And so I just want to start like when I have one, putting it in an episode or whatever. So I was walking yesterday back from work and I passed every single person I pass. I felt like they reminded me of another person. And I have that a lot. And I just wrote down in my notes I was like I feel like you reach a point where you've met enough people and now everyone you meet reminds you of someone else and I genuinely feel like every single person I meet now almost every single person whether it's a physical way they remind me of someone else whether it's their mannerisms their like voice whether it's their personality or like it's weird I just see like so many little parts of people and like other people and especially like it's weird like okay for example oh all of my best friends that I've had or almost all my best friends that I've had do this thing where they like you know when you have like okay I don't know if any of you've seen them if you've seen anyone that has this habit or know anyone that has this habit but you know how people will like run their thumb over a nail like you'll feel your nail and but they do it like over and over again like almost like a tick or something like where they feel their nail okay all of my friends I've had like do that all my best best friends almost all of them have done that and it's weird because I notice like my best friend in middle school would do that all the time and I don't know if in high school I don't I think in high school and then my best one of my best friends now does that all the time and I think it's like weird so I always notice things like little things in people or like there's this one guy that I know that reminds me so so much of another guy from high school that I knew like in every single way and it's just weird how it's like beautiful to me that you just like meet enough people and all of a sudden something about someone reminds you of something else and I just find something even when I watch movies I feel like I can be like oh my gosh that kind of looks like my middle like middle school teacher I don't know I think it's like fun it's like a fun little game I play where like everything just feels familiar and that's why too like when I meet people sometimes they just feel so familiar because they remind me of someone that I know or I'm close with so that was my random thought of the day and let's get into oh why am I I'm just like all over the place today so talking about the book that I'm reading I'm almost done with that book I mentioned before called somebody's daughter which is a memoir by Ashley Ford and I'm almost done with it and I really 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 liked it it was definitely trigger warning to abuse and assault um but it's very eye-opening and I found myself relating to it a lot more than I expected um I underlined a lot of stuff I just love the way she like writes and the way I just like the way she writes a lot and writes her story and yeah it just it's just very eye-opening and a very really just it's just good like I just think I think a lot of people should read this um if they just want to hear about someone else's life because a memoir is very different than like fiction right because I read a book and it really hits me that's a fiction made up story and it, it like hits you but 
you know it's not real like on some level you know that's not real whereas this is like her story and like this is a person that is alive right now and this is her story and these are her experiences and I think it's really cool just to always be expanding like your knowledge of people's experiences um because I just think the more you learn about other people's childhood and traumas and it just helps you be more empathetic so yeah I definitely recommend this book um definitely trigger warning but I think it's really really good read and her relationship with her mom and like how she finds herself and overcomes things it's just really beautiful and like she's so strong and yeah really 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 like this book so far I still have like 20 pages left but pretty much done now let's get into what we're talking about today so as you can tell by the title sorry I'm grabbing my notes Today we are going to be talking about the difference between anxiety attacks and panic attacks. What's the difference? What do they mean? Why have a different definition for each one? So, first of all, I would like to say that I have experienced both panic attacks and anxiety attacks and I saw what I didn't know that there was a difference between them I didn't know that verbiage I knew panic attack I thought they were interchangeable and society uses them interchangeably but when you really break down the definition of them within like psychology um they are different and I saw this graphic on Instagram breaking them down on this one um, Instagram that I follow so I'm gonna pull that up really quick and read it for you guys so this is from the it's made by the depression project but i found it on a instagram account called the dot anxiety dot doc um and so essentially yeah it's just breaking down the difference between a panic attack and an anxiety attack so talking about how they appear or as they begin a panic attack comes on rapidly without any warning an anxiety attack gradually builds in intensity over time the cause a panic attack usually there isn't any clear identifying trigger whereas an anxiety attack generally has a specific or clear circumstance it's directed towards or around looking at symptoms panic attack so it's classified by four of the following symptoms feeling dizzy excessive sweating heart palpitations trembling or shaking nausea abdominal pain feeling of choking numbness or tingling sensations chills or hot flashes fear of dying feeling lightheaded or faint feeling detached from reality or oneself and the overwhelming fear of losing control or that you're going crazy while an anxiety attack symptoms could look like muscle tension sleep disturbances dizziness shortness of breath restlessness irritability your mind going blank trouble concentrating so the impact panic attacks are extremely disruptive and characterized by severely intense physical symptoms while an anxiety attack there are they are disruptive but can be mild moderate or severe in nature and therefore less typically less disruptive but can still impair one's day-to-day function so that is looking at that graphic and that kind of 
got me started into doing some more research. Um, so looking at to kind of re re um, summarize what that said and what other research has also said. So a panic attack, it's intense, it's sudden, and it's often random. Um, so you can experience something called derealization, which is where you detach from the world and your surroundings, which often comes within a panic attack. But you can also experience depersonalization, which is where you detach from yourself. And both of those typically can happen in a panic attack, or one can happen more than the other, or only one or none. Um, but that is a very common, I feel like derealization is a very common experience where you kind of detach from the world and surrounding or even like depersonalization people sometimes say that they feel like they're looking at themselves from like up like if they're looking like they look like they they can see themselves from an outside perspective like they say oh i saw my i was looking at myself like i was in the room floating above my body or something like that um so yeah while an anxiety attack intensifies slowly, builds up to reach its intense point, um, anywhere from mild to severe. So the difference, main difference that I really came to the conclusion of is that panic attacks typically are shorter, peak midway, um, around 10 to 30, around 15 minutes normally, while anxiety can just be a longer period of feeling extra anxious or peak anxiety. So, looking at the panic attack, the main way, I guess you could describe it, is your flight or fight or flight response is triggered by something that isn't appropriate, so, or that doesn't, it doesn't need to be, so your mind is triggering this life-threatening response, like, the way you would respond to a life-threatening scenario when it's not needed and so that's why you go ahead and have all these physical symptoms because if you were in a life-threatening situation you might need some of those symptoms to occur to survive in this fight or flight but or and i feel like fight or flight there's also freeze which i feel like a lot of people don't talk about but sometimes people freeze and freeze in response not just fight or flight and so yeah, it's kind of like on a chemical level triggering that in a not needed way. And it is the thing is too is like it's your body, it's your body trying to protect you from something even if it's not necessarily like the needed thing at that moment. It's still your body's doing this to try to protect you because it loves you and it thinks that something's happening. And so there is like panic disorders or PTSD um, and that sort of thing around panic attacks and that is a little bit different. It's not, then it's not an isolated panic attack. It's triggered by a traumatic event and typically related around things that would be related to that traumatic event and trigger the panic attacks um, and they would typically be around the same thing or you would feel the same thing. And so, talking about personal stories, actually it's really interesting because when I was doing this research, I, my, someone I know, 
um, they were saying that they had a panic attack for the first time, like, ever. And I was just talking to them about it and listening, and I was like, oh, I'm actually doing some research on panic attack versus anxiety attacks. Do you, like, want to, like, hear about that so you could kind of better identify what you were going through? And they were like, sure. And so we looked at that and came to the realization that it actually was an anxiety attack, not a panic attack. And why, so why do we, why do we even have this differentiating verbiage? Why do we have this vocabulary and these definitions? And like, why distinguish them? Because I feel like there, theirs was a perfect example of when you put verbiage or names to things, it helps us better understand them. And I feel like naturally we just want to categorize things because then we can better understand them. It also helps you feel less alone because you can identify more specifically with other people that have experienced that. Um, And then also more importantly, if you know the difference between a panic and anxiety attack, you can find more specific resources and have more specific like coping mechanisms and you do kind of... um, the resources look different for them. Some of those, some of it's overlapping, and each person's different. But a lot of the suggested, suggested like help online when they say like what to do if you're having a panic attack, what to do if you're having anxiety attack, those things typically are different depending on which one it is. So it's nice to be able to have a name for it so you can go and get the help that you need, or the resources or support that you need, and even just asking for help like within. A therapy session if you are able to distinguish your experiences it's going to help your therapist better understand what you're going through and or if you're just talking like to a, one of your close friends or a partner um and they they know the difference between anxiety attack and a panic attack and so they can better understand what you're experiencing just having specific verbiage to better understand and express our experiences is so beneficial and helpful with healing and just nurturing ourselves in the way that we need to be nurtured. Um, So talking about personal stories, I really, really struggle with anxiety most of my life. Um, I would say most of my life there's a background anxiety feeling even if nothing's going on, even if I'm having the funnest time with my friends or I'm just sitting in class or I'm at work, there is this like just constant level of anxiety, anxious feeling. And sometimes it's worse, sometimes it's better, but it's almost always there. And so looking at anxiety attacks, I actually realized doing this research that I have anxiety attacks a lot. And I was talking to my therapist about this and she was saying that I would explain the way I had these physical symptoms, right? Shortness of breath, just this like increased anxious feeling. And I would just explain to her what I would experience. And she was like, that's an anxiety attack. And I would tell her how I would, what I would do to make myself feel better. And she was like, you're just fighting off an anxiety attack, like a lot, like throughout the day, multiple times a day, you start to have one and you just like cope, comfort yourself away from one, but you're still almost like going into one all the time. And so we were talking about that. And 
for me, a lot of times it would just be like very shortness of breath. I can't catch a deep breath because I just feel like this impending doom and there's just this tightness and shortness of breath. And so we were talking about that and like that's kind of how I experience anxiety attacks. And my last class of the day last semester, I almost every single day would have an anxiety attack in this class because throughout the day I would progressively be getting more and more anxious and then I'd go to all these classes and then get to the last class of the day and I would sit there and for some reason while I sat there in this class I think it's because I was in the front row that also kind of made it me more anxious because I just like felt like everyone was looking at me even though no one cares about me like I still just felt like like no one staring at me I mean but I felt like on on display being in the first row and there was like 50 people behind me and so it was just like I was going, going, going all day, and then I would sit in this class, and it was just a very lecture-heavy class, and it would just catch up to me, and I remember just feeling so anxious and jittery, like I couldn't stop my knee from bouncing, I felt like I couldn't breathe, like I would just not, I would like chew on gum, because like that helps me have something to do, and just felt very anxious, and I just realized, you know, that was an anxiety attack, and like the days that I was feeling that, that was an anxiety attack. And to understand that and to figure out how can I help that? Why is that happening? Why is it, why is my anxiety climaxing at that point? What's causing me to do that in that class? Um, how can I help? And maybe I, like, do I need to eat more before, or more water, or whatever? So that's kind of my personal story with anxiety attacks. And then looking at panic attacks, I don't have panic attacks as much. I have had them, I would say, like, maybe twice a year or something. And the one of the most recent ones I can think of is I was going to the mail center on campus. And I woke up just a totally normal day, had my breakfast smoothie, drank my coffee, um, and then walked to the mail center to go and get my package that I had delivered there. And... I was there in line, felt totally fine, and then was walking back to my room carrying this box, and it wasn't even that heavy, but for some reason, as I got closer to my apartment, I started to, like, like, derealization and depersonalization, where I felt like I was, like, not in the world, and I felt like I was not in my body. My arms went numb, And I was, like, dizzy, and I felt, like, so lightheaded and nauseous, and I literally felt like I was processing everything, like, 20 seconds late. And I felt like I had no depth perception. It was really weird, and I wasn't, like, hungry or dehydrated. Like, I had breakfast and everything. It wasn't like that. And so I got back to my room, and I, like, set my box down, and I was walking, and I literally ran my shoulder into the side of my door because I was so disoriented. And then I didn't know what to do because I hadn't really experienced anything like this before. And so I was just going to go about my regular day. I went to, I was like, okay, just keep going about your day. Like maybe you're just like, just having a weird moment or something or dehydrated. So I drank water and went to go do my like morning reading and devotions and journaling. And what I, I have one of those bed trays that I put on my lap and sit in my bed and do my devotions. And I went to pick up the bed tray and my arms were, I was so disconnected from my body's like positioning and my arms were so weird feeling that when I went to go pick up this tray, I picked it up with way too much force and I 
and it went flying up and smashed my face and like hit me in the eye and actually gave me like borderline a black eye like I had a huge goose egg and black eye bruise on the side of my nose and by my eye and I was like that's when I was like no I'm not okay so I just sat in my bed until it went away like in a few minutes and then that was like really overwhelming and then I actually had the bruise and like goose egg for like days after and I was actually had to film for a short film the next day and I had to cover it up with makeup and it was like really sore and hurted a lot my eye so yeah that was one of my experiences with a panic attack um definitely a really it's just a weird experience if you've never experienced one then it's kind of hard to understand but also I think most people probably have by now and that's my one of my experiences with panic attacks and I'm I'm grateful that I don't have panic attacks as much as I do anxiety attacks like I'm I definitely I'm definitely really empathetic towards people who experience that a lot because the times I have experienced it has been just so alarming and like dissociating and startling um but I I know people like one of my friends she said that she had anxiety attack or panic attack and like dissociated from her body for like two hours or something and so it definitely is different for every single person um and this fit this podcast isn't about like what to do when you're having one I just wanted to give you guys a little more information if you didn't already know about the difference between a panic attack and an anxiety attack and if if you guys want I can do an episode and do some more research on what are good coping mechanisms like what to do when you're having one um like that we could we can look into that more later but I just wanted to help give you guys verbiage and um just kind of reflect on if you've had any experiences like this if you do even if you don't even if you don't struggle with anxiety consistently like if you even if you don't wouldn't say you have an anxiety disorder you can still um experience anxiety attacks and panic attacks regardless so yeah I just hope that this helps you guys even just understand yourself or someone else in your life a little bit better and I hope today you know that you are loved and you are seen and you are heard and thank you for hearing me bye guys I'll see you later